This is the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast, a place where entertainment, creativity, culture, celebrity, current events, art, and entrepreneurship thrive. I'm your host, Kyle Langan, the founder of HamptonsToHollywood.com, which is a lifestyle website I started all the way back in 2011 to cover culture in the Hamptons and Los Angeles. I am a best-selling author and entrepreneur and started the podcast to have meaningful conversations with the creators and people that inspire me most. Okay, guys, so if you're like me, you love to entertain, and with the holidays right around the corner, I'm already thinking about what I should be making. Um, When my brother, Sean, and his girlfriend, Natalie, came to visit me last in L.A., I made them this next-level delicious pasta from a company called Wild Grain, and it tasted just as good as our Italian grandmother's handmade pasta. Seriously. Wild Grain is the first bake-from-frozen box for artisanal bread, pasta, and pastries, And I love it because they only use clean ingredients like unbleached flour and non-GMO flour and a slow sourdough fermentation process so it tastes way better than anything you're going to get in a grocery store. Trust me. This holiday season, Wild Grain is featuring delicious new limited-time sweet treats like pumpkin cinnamon rolls, orange cranberry biscuits, and chocolate avalanche croissants, which are going to be my favorite, I can already tell. All you have to do to get these is sign up at wildgrain.com slash Kyle and choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel too. So if you're hungry already, for a limited time, you can get $30 off your first box plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash Kyle to start your subscription. You heard me? Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash Kyle. That's wildgrain.com slash Kyle. Or you can use promo code Kyle at checkout. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast. I'm Kyle Langan, the founder and creator of Hamptons to Hollywood, who I'm sure you all know by now if you're listening to this. And if you're not, and if you don't know me, then hey. Welcome. I was just thinking today that, well, first of all, I wanted to do more, I want to do more solo episodes of the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast because I think it lends itself to a type of self-expression that I don't currently, that doesn't currently exist in within the Hamptons to Hollywood spectrum. I think that I have been really for a long time focused on creating and curating content that is really branded, that's very like, you know, this is where you should go in the Hamptons and this is where you should party in Hollywood and and all this stuff. And um, by the way, if you can hear a machine in the background, it, my dishwasher is running, so FYI. But I just... You know, I thought I am, I started Hamptons to Hollywood. This is my kind of baby. This is my creation. Why shouldn't I imbue some more of myself into it? So that's what I'm doing. I mean, arguably there has been some, I had a a column, a relationship column that I wrote um, called the Kyle Chronicles on Hamptons to Hollywood, which is still live. So you can check that out if you want to have a peek into a very toxic (laughs) relationship that I was in years and years ago, Um, which ended up turning out to be um, fine. (laughs) Spoiler alert. But anyway, I, on the topic of relationships, funnily enough, I 
It's Sunday morning. It's about 10 a.m., the day before Halloween. And, you know, I recently have been going through another breakup that was a little bit different in its scope than the one that I just mentioned. Um, And I have just been really, really sad about it. Like I, for the first, for the, for the first, for the past week, it happened about a week ago, I've cried almost every single day and I feel this lethargic energy that I don't normally feel like I'm not like stoked to like jump out of bed in the morning and I hate that feeling and I hate that you know I mean breakups just suck you know and and I and I couldn't help but compare it to other breakups I've had where you know ones that where the relationship went on for much longer and I maybe should have had more of a um, visceral reaction to the past breakups, but this one just cuts so much deeper than those other ones. And I think, and I feel kind of embarrassed by how sad I am because it was only like, you know, four or five months long. But those four or five months were really, really impactful to me. And it was with someone that I really, really, you know, found and still find to be very, very special and, um, and lovely. And I just feel sad, you know, and I think that I don't know when I'm going to break out of this sadness. Like I was at the gym the other day on the bike you know, like the spin bike and listening to music as I do. And I like burst into tears (laughs) in the gym. How embarrassing. And I think it's because I process a lot of my emotions through movement. Like I, whenever I go to the gym in the morning, I always feel better. I always feel like I start the day on a, on a better note um, after I exercise and move my body. But I really like was just like tearing up at the gym. Thank God there weren't many people on the bikes next to me. And I could just pretend it was sweat rippling down my forehead and face. But it's just been hard. It's just been hard. And I feel like I'm I'm just living in this this dark rain cloud of a of a day all the time. And I guess the point of this rant is to just say that you know, we never know how long our low points are going to last, you know, and I think it's just about powering through them and trying to, at least this is what I'm trying to tell myself, you know, is just to power through it and keep it busy and that gurgling in the background is really annoying and, um, and, and distract myself to a degree with creating, creating like this episode, for example, or writing something down, or I have a podcast episode that I need to edit that was coming out soon and, or working or, you know, kind of, there's a million things or, or, and seeing friends, you know, I've, I spent a lot of time this past week where I felt really demoralized and down seeing friends. And even though I didn't want to, like yesterday, my friend, John, pulled me out to the Hotel Bel Air just to have a drink. And I, like, really didn't want to go, you know? I was, and 
if you know me, I love a martini at the Hotel Bel Air. <laughs> and, and I'm glad that I went. And I'm glad that I went and it wasn't just kind of, you know, sitting at home by myself and dwelling in, in depression. But, you know, I just think that we never know how long our low points are going to last. And, and yeah, I think it's just, I think the thing that kind of gets me through these things is just having optimism. I think I'm, I mean, you probably know, but I'm a, I'm a perpetually optimistic person and probably to a fault. And I think, you know, maybe that was one of the reasons why my relationship ended was because I saw so much potential in what it could have been. And that makes me really sad to see that that potential, at least not for right now, is being, the relationship isn't happening. The, poten- the potential's not being met because I, we didn't, we never had the chance or I, or I never had the chance to, to, you know, to see that potential come full circle. And that's just sad. You know, I think relationships suck when the other person is not an asshole. You know what I mean? Because it makes it, because if he was, it would make it so much easier for me to get over. Um, but like I said, this person is so amazing and wonderful and, and, you know, we're just at kind of different places and those are the kind of things that suck the most because you just really, when you see the beauty of what could be and then you don't have it anymore, you feel like the the rug has been ripped out from under you and you just feel like you're tumbling down this hill of, and you don't know which way is up. And then, you know, I started downloading, I was like, when my, upon the advice of my friend, I downloaded a dating app and she was like, you just need to get out there and start swiping. And I was like, I don't think I can do that. And then, and then the thought of just like, God, I just have to start all over, you know, not, just with my feelings, like I really have to kind of invest all of, all of, and they're separate feelings from the ones that I felt in the relationship, right? Like you don't just transfer like the affection, like toward another and put it on another person. You really have to, when you meet someone new, find the thing that you love about them and, and build new feelings, you know? And so when and so I think I'm still holding on to these old feelings that I build up for myself. I'm still feeling, I'm still holding on to like the, the, all the things that I miss so much about the person. And it's only been a week. And so I, again, I feel embarrassed about even feeling this way because it's only been a week, but it's been a hard week. And I think I'm allowed to feel down but I just feel a, little, a bit aimless because it is a Sunday and this is the day that we would always do something together. We would always like go to brunch or like, and then, then on like a little fun adventure or no matter what it was. And I'm sitting here and I just don't want to have to not do that again. I just want our, I want our brunches and I want our little adventures and I just want to, I just miss the time, you know. And 
And it just sucks. <laughs> it just sucks. Like I'm getting emotional now even talking about it. And it's just... You just feel so upended, you know? I don't know. I don't know if this was just a ramble of what's currently happening. But we all go through periods of ending. And no matter what it is, if it's a breakup or the loss of, you know, by death of someone or the ending of a job or there's always a mourning period. And so I think I'm in this mourning period, but it's especially exacerbated by the fact that I was more excited about this relationship than any other ones ever. And I haven't really, I've been a bit too afraid to admit that or to say that out loud because I don't want to come across as like, clingy person or whatever but I really was the most excited about this one and I think that has to do with the, you know my age and where I am in my life and and also just the connection that we shared I mean I ne- have never dated someone who was so self-aware and so communicative and that is just like like instant boner for me, it's like when someone can express themselves in a healthy way, um, because that's very rare to find, especially in West Hollywood. So I'm going to have some coffee, heat up some soup that I made last night, probably watch a Halloween episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because that kind of seems to cheer me up and see where the day takes me. But if you are going through a breakup or an ending of some kind of situation in your life, know that you definitely are not alone. And you can always email me (laughs) to talk about it if you want. But um, know that you're not alone. And, and And this is as much of a giving advice moment to you as it is as a reminder for myself that it is gonna get better in one way or another. And, you know, though I would like it to be for the relationship to be rekindled. (laughs) um, There's a, there's a line in my favorite movie, Eat, Pray, Love, where she says, Elizabeth Gilbert or Julie Roberts says that nothing lasts forever, not happiness and not sadness. And so give yourself permission to be upset, be in the moment, and then know that it's temporal and that eventually you're going to be happy again, but not unchanged by what you went through. Don't forget to give the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast a five-star rating on iTunes and rate and review and leave a comment And I'll see you soon.